Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. In this video, we're going to be looking at the center wings and also the fullback position. We're going to base it off the best scorers in the list and the guys I think you should look at based on that scoring and also their value heading into the 2024 season. Obviously looking towards around one purchase and you know where I see them ranked in that one there. So up top in the center wings, we're going to have to go with Val Holmes. I think he's going to be very close to the top scorer this year in the position. And I do think there is a little bit of value on Val Holmes. Just considering how poorly the Cowboys were during last season, he's someone that can be very, very consistent. But then when they go off and, and score bulk points, he's one of those guys that benefits with the goal kicking and also with his try scoring and assisting from that point. He did have six scores above 90. He didn't have the ridiculous boom games except for a couple there through the middle. And I definitely think he has extra upside if the Cowboys go well. So definitely one to consider. And the man I have up top, even though he wasn't the best scorer in the position last season. Campbell Graham is in second position on this list at 703k. The average is 68.9. He definitely has the upside. He started incredibly well in 2023, especially when the Rabbitohs were doing well also. So that's something to coincide with his drop of, of form was also his injury, but also with the Rabbitohs performing pretty poorly. And now that you know, they bring Jack White over, they've got a few things right in their injury front with Silva Havili back fit and firing. They've got guys like Talis Duncan coming up. They're going to be a very, very good team. And I think that they will, hopefully they've sorted out all their off season, uh, off-field stuff and they can be right raring to go. So his average is well under 60 when the Rabbitohs did struggle during that time. He does have a bit of a tougher draw to start, uh, but I definitely think he's someone that you can consider given he's a little bit cheaper than that of Holmes, Sako, Greg Marzu, Gagai, and the like there. If you are looking to have at least one gun in your side for round one. Jermaine Sako, 783.2K. The average is 76.7 for him. It was definitely a career here with 700s across the season, which was amazing. It's going to be very, very tough to replicate in his second season there after breaking out, but... He does have a really, really nice draw to start. Aside from the round three bye, which will be a little bit annoying having to play one of your cheap guys in the center wing position, that's probably the main turnoff. It's just because it, it will be a cheap guy. And the way the center wing position is is sort of set up with the you know, the multitude of players that you have to select, 
and really it's very hard to select multiple guns in this position if you're looking to go up and you know take some really really high scorers the 80 plus guys in the fullback position whether you're taking one or two and if you're going for a Nico Hines and also Nathan Cleary halfback double along with like a Dylan Brown or something like that then it can be very hard to even get you know more than the one gun potentially even get the one gun so yeah, it's definitely an interesting, interesting position that you want to get right and you want to get those value and the, the lower tier guys right here as well. So it's probably likely that you do select one, just have a little bit of starch in the center wing position, one gun that is, and you know any of these top five or six could definitely be those type of players. So that's a psycho. I just can't see him doing it again to this level. Like it could be a 70 guy, but 77, whew, big one. Greg Marzu, very similar to that. Uh, obviously, a little bit priced up at 789, 77.3 the average. He had the career year. He had so many tries. It's very, very hard to see upside on his price. But he has the hundreds upside with, with scoring five of them. A little bit less than that of a Sarko, but in a really, really good night side. Could definitely score really well again. He's going to be a clear option at some point, but I just don't think it's a, a round one selection. Although, you just know that you're going to get good scores out of him in base and then also with his try scoring. Dan Gagai comes in next on the list. Another night at 790, uh, 739k there. Average is 72.4. He definitely has a little bit less upside than the others above him. But the consistency is what you know drags you into someone like Dan Gagai with a, a very high chance of him not playing Origin either. The consistency and that in itself in a pretty good side. Knowing that you know he was creating a lot of a lot of the points for for himself, not the other way around. Because he was, he was getting Dom Young through gaps and whoever's on that wing uh, are going to be the beneficiary of him as well with his tackle breaks, with his run meters and getting those you know flick passes and, and quick balls down, the, down that right-hand touchline. So Gags will be solid again. I just won't be selecting him myself. Garrick there. All these guys here are the, are the big points getters, I would say, anywhere in the top 10. And then anyone from that we're looking at potentially a little bit of value but some risk. Whereas a lot of these guys in that top section... The risk is fairly low for them to score pretty well, and that's why we pop them in that top five there. Garrick, 722.5K. The average is 71 there. He's got the dual position with the fullback as well, which is you know, helpful at some point of the year, that's for sure. He scored three of his hundreds with Tom in the side. So that's something to, to note there for sure. So he benefits clearly when Manly are good with the goal kicking when he scores um, you know, tries and the like as well, obviously. The jewels there is good. Likely to be moved to center, it sounds like. So, you know, he does have a one massive game, 180 or whatever it was in that game with tries this with tries in that one. I don't think they have a medium to sort of hard draw to, to kick things off. So he's someone to consider, but I would rather go, um, you know, for someone like Campbell Graham or Val Holmes over him in, in this one at a similar price without the jewel, but that fullback position, you probably want to fill that with other guys, that's for sure. Brian Toa, 720.8K. The average is 70.6. He had a cracking end to 2023, scoring lots of tries and you know going off with big, big points. Isaac Tungle played on that right-hand side a little bit. And I definitely think that helped Brian Toa with getting a little bit extra good ball in, in space. And uh, you know, when, when Cleary was firing as well, that helps as well, having a really strong side there. And he's definitely going to go on runs. I just don't think it'll be from round one. And he scored obviously really well last year. It's hard to top that for a winger, um, but we've seen a couple other guys do it, and you know, Toto's done it once before where he's eclipsed this, this number as well. Someone I find a little bit more value in is that of Jacob Karaz. At 605k, it's a big drop now. You're over 100k less than that of Toto at a 59.3 average there. So with him, he had a cracking start before the injury, and he just wasn't the same after. So 
look, looking likely it'll be a better dog side. I think there's upside for him at wing or center, either way. Looking to be somewhere between that 0 to 10 points of value. So at a minimum, I can't see him going any lower than this 59. But he could definitely get closer to a 69-70 and be at the level that these guys are if the dogs play a little bit better and if he stays injury-free. We know he has some decent upside in him, for sure. He had 140-odd game last year. But for the most part, he's a good ball runner. If he's playing center, he gets those tackle numbers as well, which is you know helpful, but it's not why we're picking him up. We'd be picking him up because of his upside and potential for the dogs to be better. So 605K, if you're looking for someone to lock in that's consistent, that's not going to play Origin, there's definitely worse picks than Jacob Kiraz. Isaac Tungwa there. He does fall a little bit low just because I think at a center there, he's very expensive, expensive and he had a cracking year last year at 698 0.7k there. Uh, the average is 68. So yeah, this is really, really good. Took a lead last year with the 300. So there's definitely some upside in a, in a great team. But I think you're paying up for him to begin. You know, he's likely to, to start well for sure. But over 70, I'm not sure of it there. And the, and the beginning of last year, he didn't go incredibly well. And the, and the Panthers have a pretty tough start to their draw. So that's kind of where your the worry lies with him going nuts and 75 plus and, and probably why I'm I'm pushing you against Tungo on that one. I think you know To'o on the on the edge of, on the end of some uh, some sweeping plays and the like, that he could get you know the odd trial two more than Tungo in that first game, and why I have him just above. But they're both going to be solid picks across the season without playing Origin as well. Dallin Watini Zalesniak, 719k. He averages 70.5. He had a, a career season as well. So we'll speak about Chance as well. I just think both of them no real upside and maybe a slight regression if the Warriors can't stay in the top four. If they can stay in the top four, then he might average similar, but I just can't see it. And better options above. Joey Manu at 652, average of 64 there. So I think for him, you've got to wait until he plays six or at one at certain times during the season, and then he could become a buy. Just as, as always, it's it's usually silly to start with him unless he's at one or six where his best scores are. And Roosters seem to start slow, which, you know, can that turn around this year? Stephen Crichton at 649, there, the uh, K there, the average is 63.6. So I think for, for Steven, you're avoiding him at fullback or center most likely, but I can see the appeal if he does get that wing, that fullback slot and gets his hand on the ball a little bit more and the dogs do improve and, and are fairly solid somewhere in that mid-tier. I'm just not sure if he gets the, the same amount of tries though. So he might have to set up a lot more at fullback and we know that in his you know five games at fullback, he doesn't score incredibly well. It's solid without being amazing. It's definitely not above the of, above the current average of 63.6. So moving to a lesser side, it's hard to see him improving on that. Zach Lomax is 13. At the moment, we're not sure on his role. So there's whispers of a switching between wing and fullback role mid-game and during game. So him and Tyrell Sloan potentially doing that. And I do like him as a goal-kicking fullback given he'll get his hands on the ball more. Amount of tries, he didn't score plenty last year, so I think he could score the same, if not set up a few, about the same uh, at, at fullback, but get more runs in general play, getting those two points a, a run and, and potential if they can get things to click at the Dragons for him to improve on that. But I definitely think it's a wait and see, and we want to see how that looks in trials as well. Ronaldo Malatalo, We've got four guys left in the center wings there. For him, 627.9K, average 61.5. The whirlwind Ronaldo, I've got him there as, you know, burn coaches who brought him in for that easier, or brought him in for that easier run during round 19, 2021, which he scored. 
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. 19, 9, and 54. To include the game the Tigers there. It was Warriors in the second one and then Manly in the third. So Warriors obviously a better team, but um, yeah, it's a... Uh, one of those things that Ronaldo is fairly consistent for most of the year. Other than round one, he had a shocker at uh, nine, I think, as well, or whatever he got. Um, but outside of that, he's consistent, but it just doesn't have the humongous upside. I think he's very comfortably a 70s and 80s guy for stretches, and then we'll have lower lower stretches of play as well, but not big into the hundreds like some others at that price too at 627. Joseph Swali, average of 59, 605K. Just don't like him at center. He obviously didn't score very well there. Plenty of interest if he plays wing. He did kick goals as well at the time, which is likely that Walker gets that back. Uh, and if the Roosters are doing well, awesome, then he could score 60-plus at wing. But I think you have to wait for that news to come out. It's likely he's at centre, though, with, with Dom Young being on the wing. Selman Cobo, 602.9K, the average of 59. So he's moving to centre. I just don't think that helps him too much. There's definitely less chances for tries for him. Uh, but assists are likely to jump. You know, you imagine most wingers tend to get more tries. The centers can help with the assist mark there. And and how often are they going to get opportunities to score down that left-hand side, which will be, which will be where he is at. With Ezra Mann, I think it's going to be helpful for his assists, but still somewhere between that 60, uh, 58 to 65 for me with Cobo. Uh, Hammer, 600.9K, average of 59 last year. I just don't think he has the boom upside of others even with the amount of tries he scored last year. And that's when Dolphins were playing well also. So yeah, he definitely averaged above the 60, but it wasn't too far above that number. Only able to get 100 in, in that time. And uh, for the for the others, a lot of 70s and 80s in, in that stretch. But that's plenty of games scoring doubles, scoring singles there, at least something in each game. And there's some talk about him between center, between fullback. It's If he's at center, it's a definite avoid. If it's a fullback, then uh, it's definitely something to look at there where he would get dual if he was named at fullback to start, which is funny that he ends up as a, a center wing there. Actually, I, I, actually, scratch I don't know if I've actually missed out on his um, dual or not, but if I have, let me know in the comments. We move to the fullback position. Scoring plus the value rankings there. So Kalen Ponga at 892.8K. Average there of 87.4, and that does include a bunch of games at 5.8 to start the year that includes some concussion games, uh, affected games as well. So his lowest score was 77 in the past eight games with five big hundreds too. So absolutely incredible, averaging well into the hundreds, 105, I believe, um, since he moved in that last sort of 11 games, I believe it was. And you know the upside is clearly there with some 
value potentially on his starting price. So he's one of the SC players who can hurt you as well if you don't own. He definitely has you know the injury risk that hasn't gone away at all, especially with the concussions. We even just saw another one with Wilk, Wilk Pukowski from uh, from you know the opens of batting for Victoria in the cricket got another head knock the other uh, the other day and and the dizziness and everything that that goes along with that. So. There's you know, still potential that you know, any knock to, to Ponga's head and, and he could be out of the game for some time. So there's definitely the risk there. Let's hope it doesn't happen, but it's definitely there. There's lots of good options as well, but I find it's very, very hard not to take Ponga just with the upside that he provides if he's goal-kicking as well, which it is likely that he will be with Jackson Hastings' ankle. Uh, on his kicking ankle, it hasn't been great uh, across this offseason and the back end of last season. Ponga, cracking option. Scott Drinkwater as well, so 851k for him. Averages 83 last year, so both those guys were impeccable. Speaking of hundreds, he scored seven of them across the season in a struggling Cowboys side. So during the period they were good, in and around Origin, his lowest score was 86. So that is absolutely incredible. And that's the sort of stretch that you want to be looking at and going, if I start with him in round one, is it going to be worth it for me? Uh, given he started really poorly last year. The Cowboys were pretty, really bad to start as well. Can they start well? And can Drinkwater start well also? When you're looking back at Val Holmes there, he was still fairly consistent across that starting period. He lost a little bit of money just considering that uh, there weren't many tries scored and, and you know, no, no real attacking options for him or goal kicks. And you know, Scott Drinkwater was still able to average 83 across the year. So he could definitely be an 85 to 90 type of guy if the Cowboys play really well. Their attack is very well centered around him. Uh, the no goal kicking hurts, though, compared to that of Ponga or Latrell underneath. Um, but he's definitely going to you know, do a good job this year as well. No buy for a long time, unlikely, unlikely to be an origin. Definitely one you could look to you know, plug and play, hold for the entirety of the year. Latrell Mitchell, 789.4K, average is 77.3. So he's one of the guys in here that has a tougher draw to begin. It does feel like Latrell should be closer to 85 this year, considering he had 82 and 85, where his previous two seasons average in 21 and also 22. Looking for the bunnies to bounce back, for, for one, is going to be helpful. This is actually the first preseason in three years that he's had a decent full preseason. So that's obviously going to be very helpful for him as well. So I think out of these you know, first bunch of guys, he is the cut price option of the above two guys and has the goal kicking as well. So very easily he could push into the 800s to mid 800s there. And yeah, you're paying a little bit less than you are for Ponga and Drinkwater. He will be an origin. That's something for, for you to contend with there. A buy in round seven is, is completely fine and you could you know assess how he's going up until that, but he could definitely come out and, and be an 85 to 90 guy over the first stretch of, of games if the bunnies come out fit and firing. So you know, cheaper than all this lot, He's definitely someone that you need, need to consider. Tom Trebojevic, 833.5K, average of 81.6. So with him, you, you had 400s and a 97 in the 11 games that he played. And that shows what he's about. It's all upside for Trebojevic, and there's plenty of downside of that too. Second highest average season for him. He had the 140-odd in, in 2021, which is wild. Um, lower than that in the low 70s last year, and then 81 this year. It shows that the volatility of, of how many games that he plays, obviously the, the injury-affected games, usually lowers his average. So is there value for him? Maybe. I think it's a pass for me, but I'm definitely going to be scared watching him knowing that he could easily be a 100-plus guy with their sort of medium-level level draw to kick things off. Reese Walsh is next on the list, a little bit less expensive than that of Tom, 
79.6 average. He did play absolutely out of his skin last year to average 80, in my opinion. There was plenty of bowlout games where he was on a very, very low score and then managed to get plenty of assists and, and score some tries with some line breaks there. Tend out games and, and finish off at like a 90 or 100. A fairly tough opening draw as well, I think, for, for the Broncos, for sure. He could definitely go up another level this year, but I would still pick Latrell over him. You know, 813 compared to 789. It's not a, a great deal. It's 24 k but we know that Latrell's gone over this where we don't know what Walsh, um, you know, if he's able to go above this this score and this average. Ryan Schnacken-Pappenhausen. So with him there, you got a 645K price point. The average is 44.5. And he has seasons of 71 and a 79 average. Given he's priced at 63, that's something to note when I'm talking about this, very reasonable to predict he ends up somewhere in that 70s range for sure if he plays the whole season. The question mark is, what's he going to be like at the start of the season? They have a buy in round four. He's coming off to big injuries. They have a fairly tough draw to begin. There's a fair few negatives in, in that way. And unfortunately, given he, he's not right down near that 44.5 average, it does make it harder to start with him. Priced up at the 63 when there's other guys that are, well, proven in the last season and aren't coming off massive, ridiculous injuries. That could score in that 70s and 80s pretty comfortably. And, and Pat, we're kind of hoping that he that he gets sort of that, you know, price at 63, 10 points of value puts him in between that 71 and, and 79 there. And, you know, we'd be very, very happy if he gets somewhere in there. And, and that's 10 points of value that is a fairly risky 10 points of value. So do you go for him? I think if the stars align, he definitely gets there. But uh, I think I'll be watching him to start the season as much as I love him. I'm going to let him go in Supercoach and... Um, yeah, potentially look at him after round four. Clint Gutherson, 807K, very, very expensive at that with the average of 79. Incredible season for him. Sounds like he's dealing with some injury rehab currently, and, and he definitely scored better when Brown wasn't there through the middle of the season, scoring three big hundreds in a row in and around Origin. That's where that big, big run was. So I think for now we're going to pass on him, and we'll look at him again somewhere towards the middle of the season. Hopefully he's, he's closer to the 700K mark than the 800K mark from there. At that point, Charles Cooks out, as we said, career year, similar story to Dallin, I think with a little bit lower upside than what Dallin can have on that wing with the try scoring ability. Will Kennedy, 664K, average of 65. He tied his best year of his career a couple of years ago. Just doesn't have the upside of Pap and he's near his price or a little bit more expensive than what Pap is. So it's just a clear no for Will Kennedy uh, in this one here. So Thank you for, for tuning in to the final edition of the gun section for Supercoach. We're going to be moving into the mid-tier value and we'll go up to those first three that we spoke about there with the hooking position, the 5.8s and also the halfback before we get into this one here and also the front row forward and the 2RF. The game is finally open. It's super exciting and uh, a little bit of a, a points change as well, which we'll get into at one point in the scoring, just a small one, um, getting held up. Uh, in, on the in goal, just like it is in fantasy. So three points in that one, though. So it's a smaller amount, but definitely helps uh, add add things up for those like kind of try savers there, which is cool. So that's that one, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you in the next Supercoach video. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.